0: To today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. I feel like we should have some kind of like trailer, like a teaser for the episode every time. Yeah, just to get people like on the hook, get them pumped up. On today's episode of Jazz Beats,
1: yeah. just go with it. What are we what, are we? what do we? I no, just, that's where you come in No, 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 you just keep going I, I <laughs> We're was, gonna talk about the jazz I was literally hooked when you started doing this, <laughs> so it wasn't working
0: I'm yeah. glad you're hooked because if you were to leave midway through, this the, <laughs> it wouldn't last
1: That would be awkward <laughs> yeah. for both of us
0: How really? is everybody? I know you can't respond,
1: but I hope you're having a great day uh, I think I feel good energy coming through Yeah? Yeah, and welcome to all our new listeners Yes. And welcome back to our loyal listeners. There we go.
0: <laughs> You're listening to Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. And we're happy to be here. I hope you guys are too. Um, sorry for the little bit of break. We had an extra game
1: played before we were planning on coming back. So The whole Sunday matinee game, I mean, that threw us all for a loop, let's be honest. I mean, that's regulated nap time in my house and... It was a real battle making sure that we were dedicating that time to the jazz, and so I, no one was sleeping. I get
0: a reminder like an hour before the
1: game that a game's coming on.
0: Okay, and that was a good little bit where <laughs> I get a reminder at like twelve thirty saying, "Hey, jazz game's about to come jazz on." Jazz I'm like, yeah, 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 I know what
1: I'm doing. Yeah, were you in a, uh, a sacred place when that? I was reminder? home. Oh, okay. I was home. Yeah. So yes, yeah, I was very well. sacred. <laughs> Okay, that is a sacred place. Good for you. Uh, we've had a couple. Well, we've had a win and we've had we did have a loss since our last episode. So that's going to be tough to talk about. So we played New Orleans back to back nights, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And the second game went how you would expect. The first game did not. Right. Exactly opposite. Actually, I figured that we would blow them out the first game, and they would figure us out a little bit, like a lot of teams do and have it be a closer competition, Game 2, but that was not the case. What happened to us in Game 1 of New Orleans? Why did you know, we lose that game? That
0: was five games ago, right. and I have trouble thinking about this morning. Um, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> we ended up losing by one to yes. the Pelicans with no Zion, and it all comes down to the last couple minutes. I think we were leading in the fourth. Um, we've really struggled in the last five, six minutes at times. We did it earlier in the year against Orlando, I believe. Right. Where we had a lead in the fourth. We did it last night or the the afternoon game against Cleveland. Right. Luckily, we had enough of a lead. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. But um,
1: ended up losing by one. What I don't want to do is do what I have been – or I don't want to say what I have been saying at the end of close jazz games to my son. Oh, we're not good at this. This is uh, – son, this is uh, – don't get your hopes up. <laughs> uh, a lot of times we make the wrong choice here. And on the first Pelicans games, I feel like the last plays that we were trying to organize off the side ball were just not coming to be. I mean, the defense they just the uh, defense intensity from the Pelicans really picked up, and we weren't prepared for it. So I think the mentality changed between game one and game two, though. How do you feel like – okay, because so, every team does it.
0: La- games coming out of the last possession – and the team on the offense usually just isolates, lets everybody get out of the way, and lets your best player go one-on-one. Are you, I don't know, is that the most efficient way of scoring? Because you think you would have your best option available with 10 seconds left. Whatever.
1: Right. You into that? Uh, I'm into it for highlight reels. I mean, when they work, it's it's way cool and exciting. Why, what are you thinking?
0: I I don't know. If you have a Kevin Durant, I get it. If you have a James Harden, they have both of those guys. So, okay. Ooh, Nets. Um, <laughs> Nets are ISO all the time. <laughs> but I don't know if Mitchell is good enough to get any shot he wants anytime he wants,
1: like right. those guys. Right. Fair. Enough. I mean, it, it would be very unusual to see the game winning shot on ESPN highlights is a pick and roll layup. Right. No, no, but it's also a very effective play, especially <laughs> right. for the Utah Jazz. So. Was
0: this was this the game Mitchell took the last shot? Yeah, yeah. in kind of a deep wing fadeaway yes. on the yeah. right side. Yep, yeah. yep, yep.
1: And okay. we, we tried to pass it in before and it didn't work, and we had to try it again, uh, and finally it came around.
0: Yeah, I would like to see some kind of um, strategy there, whether that's a screen to get a switch onto Mitchell, right, or a screen to get him going to the rim, pick and roll, or or. Uh, I don't know, like even a bogey post up, but something that's not just, okay, you get the ball and we'll see you after the game.
1: We'll give you a screen and hopefully you have enough room to get the yeah. shot up. So that's, I mean, to me, I layups win games, right? So Okay, but if he made this, that shot, would we be having this conversation? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I love it for the highlights. I love it for the highlights, yeah. but not for the practicality.
0: Next yeah. night, Saturday night, we came out guns blazing. Um, the interviews after Friday's game were interesting. It was them, the Jazz saying, this is on us. We weren't prepared. We didn't fight. We weren't working hard enough. Right. Just kind of taking the blame. And we torched them. We were up 40 late in the game before we put subs in.
1: Yeah, that was fun to see some of our second and third string guys come out and play some longer minutes. Donovan said before that game, I'm not effing losing this game. <laughs> So again the mentality there's so much strength that comes from the mentality of the team and also the player who has a lot of influence on the team Donovan Mitchell.
0: Um we talked after this game about wouldn't wouldn't your attitude be is there too many games that your attitude can't be I'm not losing this game every game? Uh, is that the issue too many games or 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 what is it?
1: Yeah, that's a really tough call because you can almost burn yourself out trying to keep that mentality all the time, and and maybe you don't you fall out of that until you have a loss like game one with the Pelicans, and you it, get comfortable, it kicks you into that gear yeah. where you realize that you've become stagnant as a player.
0: Um, it seemed like everybody was firing that night. Um, nobody scored above twenty one points. Mitchell had twenty one, but we had three guys twenty plus. We had six people in double figures,
1: seven in double figures. That's crazy. Just all around. That's cool. Good team ball. Uh, that that's fun to watch. So that chapter is closed. Uh, Pelicans came and did what they're supposed to do. Yeah, one of two. They're happy with the outcome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, we're not. I, well, I'm. I like the response. Right to the, to the to yeah. the first night, and maybe it's what we needed to carry us through the next game and games. Uh, we played the Portland Trailblazers next, which was a fun game to watch. I always enjoy watching Damian when he actually plays, but he struggled. I felt like we held him to. Uh, was it? Uh, he had eleven points. Uh, eleven points and nine in the in the half or something like that. It was uh, uh, what we did on him with defense. We were just constantly changing who was guarding him on defense. And it wasn't just on a switch up. He would come down and it would be bogey. He'd come down and it'd be Royce. He'd come down and be Donovan. And it wasn't because he wanted the screen to switch his defense. It was because we were just mixing it up on him. And I think, uh, we I don't know if it was an energy thing. Mike Conley's defense on that game was incredible. Uh, props goes to him. Really, he should have been the reason. He's the reason we won that game, in, in my opinion. If you remember, he was one
0: of the ones that was very outward towards the frustration of officiating.
1: That's he right, was complaining
0: right. that they weren't let they that that's the officials right. were calling it or letting things go before. Right, right, right. And he was one that that I mean he's one of the best free throw shooters in the league. I think he averaged 7 or 8 free throws per game last year. Right. And I think that's where a bulk of his scoring comes from. He only had two free throws against us, finished with 11 points and he was frustrated.
1: Right. My, Mike when when Mike's guarding you and Royce is guarding I mean Royce will put in a few fouls but I mean, they play play pretty clean defense. Uh, They do all the right things. And when they do foul, it's either intentional Mm -hmm. or an honest mistake. But that's that's very rare, I feel like, they foul on accident. It's either intentional or they play clean ball.
0: It it all comes back to having Rudy in the middle, I think. I think Quinn has taught them, if they do get beat, um, recover to the next guy. Because you right, have help, right, right. or or get the get Rudy's guy box Rudy's guy out because something's going up. Because because Rudy's there to take your to have your back. Usually when right. guys get beat, they overexert to recover, and that's what causes fouls. Right. Is, is they're trying to make up ground by being too aggressive, getting back to their guy and getting in foul trouble. So I think we've been taught to kind of okay, you don't get beat, but if it happens, um, we've got your back. You switch
1: on, you recover to another guy, or or you take the next best option away that's that's interesting now that you say that i wonder if we were to look back and and do this on the next three games looking up see whenever our guards foul on a layup if rudy go if rudy has been pulled out of the center to guard his guy further out on the wing like so if he gets drawn out on a pick or something uh and he's not the guy in the post to block the guy doing the layup that's when our guards foul because there's no when he's not around when rudy's not there right um. So Portland, we ended up winning by
0: 22. Boston was the next game, and w- what a what a shootout!
1: Okay. So I was going to say, uh, we, the, between the five games, Pelicans twice, Blazers, Boston, and of course we'll talk about the Cavs next. Which one was your favorite game to watch?
0: Um, if you're a basketball fan, obviously Boston, okay. because it was just a high scoring,
1: amen, shootout. Like it, it was nuts. It was incredible. And okay, this is a thing. With the first game to the Pelicans, maybe we, we played at their level a little bit too much, and then they played up. Boston came to play, and we came to play, and that makes great bloody basketball. So much fun to watch. That was it, my favorite game. It just shows like the
0: offensive ability of people these days, compared to 20, 30 years ago, whatever, is just unreal. Because when people are firing, and they're shooting, and they're playing to their best... It was 137 to 130 in regulation. No overtime. Right, and what was our three-pointers? We had 27. 27. Threes. That was our best for the year. It was two away from an NBA record, I think. I think 29 is the record, or 30. Are, are so. we cool or what,
1: dude? Like- <laughs> <laughs> when we make shots, we are very cool. <laughs> yes, we are. Everybody was making them, man. It felt so good to see them. the ball just drop. and There's something about um, Joe Wingle's is more determined when he comes off as a starter, uh, and I think you see that in games where he 'll put more points on the board when the mantle is somewhat given to him, and they 're like, "Hey, we need you to be a starter role in this game he'll he'll uh put more points on the board for sure
0: um, yeah, Mitchell ended up with thirty four Dude, Which kind of led chilling. him to be the player of the week this last week.
1: Uh, I would have an applaud, but... Uh, <laughs> Do we have a button for that? No, no, we need either that or our our viewers, but uh, incredible, right? Um, he averaged 32
0: points, five and a half assists, and 57% from from the field.
1: He's, player of the week in the West. He's been good, right? He's and, been and, very good. And honestly, his, cl- his clutch minutes have gotten extremely better. I feel better about him doing the ISO, even though I don't, I'm don't, i not a huge fan, like you say, of the ISO in the last few minutes of a game. Sometimes when we have a lead and it gets away from us a little bit uh, and we there's still three or four minutes left, Donovan will just throw six in a row. Just possession after possession after possession. And that's what you need a guy like him to do on the Jazz.
0: Some of the shots he makes from three, some of his step backs yeah. in somebody's face, the one he made with like a minute left or 30 seconds left, On Al Horford was unreal. That's that's not an easy shot, and he's first of all comfortable taking it, comfortable taking it in the last minute, and then making it as well. So it's way fun. It's fun, right? Um, Mike Conley went seven for seven from three. Ooh, almost beat
1: Jeff Hornacek's record, which is eight for eight. Right? (laughs) That a jazz record? That's a that's a Utah jazz record, Uh, and Jeff holds that. So, uh, and that was like. It was, what, like 30 years ago or something crazy. That's I, weird. I hate to say that's that, weird. but that's uh, realistic. Um, yeah, and that wasn't that long ago either in the season. there were probably only a few weeks off uh, if you were to go back. But it, that was a, that was an interesting game. It was it was fun. I mean, that was nationally broadcasted, I believe. Uh, a lot of people are interested in that game. Small rivalry, I wouldn't say it's a big one, but uh, always fun to play Boston.
0: I do like playing Boston. Yeah. It was a good time. Um Cleveland. Cleveland. What a game.
1: Afternoon delight. This
0: is this is a game that if you're unbiased, you enjoyed this game.
1: Okay. okay. Why do, why do if you If you're not that? a
0: Jazz fan, you're not a Cleveland fan. Because you got to see the Jazz firepower a little bit. They went up um, towards the end of the game. You saw Cleveland battle back. They went on a 15-0 run in the oh, fourth. Oh, right. Okay, I see it. So you, and, and then it ended up being a one-point win for the Jazz, which <sighs> is exciting. That's as good as it gets. Uh, I was my, nervous, man. My seven-year-old said, I told him the score. I said, the Jazz won by one. And he said, that's as close as it could be. <laughs> I said, it, it
1: can't get any closer. That was the closest game ever. And I said, yeah, you're right. It, it's true. It's true. Oh, he's a smart kid. Yeah. That's incredible. It was, it was a fun game, and I didn't mind it being in the middle of the day. Um, I felt like Donovan had an incredible first quarter, first mm. half, mm. and the announcers mentioned that the look in his eye uh, prior to the game was pure determination, so – uh, you almost need to have that presence when you walk on the court after a game for a road trip. But yeah. I, I just feel like you can't walk into another team's stadium and do what I would do and go, "Well, oh, this place this this is pretty big. Wow, that's that's a huge jumbo screen." Uh, but just walk in and be dialed in. I yeah. want. I want to go ahead.
0: Uh, I'm just saying he's he's fine in his leadership role. And I like that his sure. assist numbers are up. He had six assists against for Cavs, sure. six against Boston. He's he's being that leader, and I think that the other guys can see that look in his eyes too when he's determined.
1: I feel like eighty percent of the plays in the first quarter, he was either assisting, rebounding, or making the points for the for the Jazz, which is dope. So uh, Donovan Mitchell becomes the fourth fastest active player to score seven thousand points. In I the saw NBA. that. So behind, and then listen to some of these names. Do you know? Do you remember? I, I, I don't. I don't pay attention to anybody but Donovan. I
0: think it was Durant, loser. LeBron, loser, and somebody else. Must but be a loser. Very <laughs> high quality names that he is in there with. So
1: man, we're lucky. I mean, there's been a little bit of discussion, by the way. Rudy Gay, seventeen thousand career points. Oh, uh, how long's he been in the league? It's been a lot. Okay, some time. It's been some time. He's put, in, he's put in some work. Let's talk about the discussion about Rudy Gobert really fast. I mean, his Defensive Player of the Year nomination has to be locked in at this point, right? Like, he's got to be the number one consideration. The only way he doesn't get that, if, if this it, continues,
0: is if people are sick of him getting it. Because he right, absolutely right. deserves it.
1: Oh, 100%. Um. The, or Ben Simmons comes into the NBA, <laughs> right? If he starts playing again, because <laughs> <laughs> he is a better defensive player, right? Ap- according to Mr. Ben Simmons,
0: if he sits out enough games, is he eligible to be a rookie again and get the, <laughs> the rookie uh, of the uh, year? I think so. <laughs> okay, that, that's that, his,
1: Maybe that's what he's doing. Really, that's up for. Oh, so he's starting his career all over, right? <laughs> Right. right. Yeah, that's what he's going for.
0: Like if you retire and come back, yeah. are you you're a, rookie. a rookie again? Yeah, you're think a rookie. So. Yeah, I love it, Ben. Um, Rudy it is out. amazing. It's it's crazy oh. what he can do and how big of a force he is when he had six points in right. the game. Right. But he was unbelievable. Um, we had no white side, and we had no Udoka, which we usually don't go to him. But when Rudy was out of the game, we were small, right. and that was
1: interesting. And, and because of that, Rudy Gay had a great game too. Yeah, I, I like I like watching Rudy Gay play. I, I just think he's a smooth player. He just shows his his experience. Tell me what's happening with Whiteside as far as him missing a game. Um, I th- believe it's a a injury. <laughs> I, I thought so too. But <laughs> I'm uh, not prepared I, for this question. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. It okay. wasn't on the script. Uh, honestly, I'm not sure what was happening, but I, it kind of came out of the blue. It didn't seem like there was anything serious going on with him. Um, I expect to see him back. Yeah, I goal, It wasn't serious. Trip, I know so that.
0: I'm, Um, But, yeah, he was gone. I liked that we were able to showcase small ball a little bit Yeah, because we had no backup for Rudy.
1: Yeah, it was fun to see. And a lot of bogey posting, which is fun to watch, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's just old man basketball, which just doesn't get any better. Um, Hassan Whiteside out
0: of the game because of a left glute bruise.
1: Ah, those bruises on your glutes. (laughs) (laughs) I hate I hate those. I hate so that. yeah it doesn't sound serious but <laughs> you never know I, it, it doesn't okay so that leaves the jazz right now at 16 and 7 for the record uh if you didn't know also uh in power rankings warriors number one oh 19 yeah. and four Suns Sons? number two 19 and four bucks number three 15 and nine the chicago bulls 16 and eight at number four and yours truly, Utah Jazz, just moved into fifth place today, sixteen and seven. Your thoughts on the Warriors and the Suns? Uh, easily
0: the two best teams right now. Um, they've played each other twice this last week. Um, Suns got the first one by double digits, and Warriors got the second one by double digits. Um, they're they're so fun. I I hate to say it, I love the Warriors. I love watching the Warriors.
1: I hear you. I'm uh, if 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 utah didn't have a team the warriors would be my team so
0: since since curry had no durant he is he's been unreal he he is as good this year as he was his two mvp years and
1: it's it's incredible uh what's the deal with clayton thompson clayton <laughs> i like calling it i feel <laughs> like i'm degrading him a little bit when i say it that's why i do I it. think he's practicing Okay. So it's got to be close. I mean, he's there at the games, right? So I'm just wondering, like, suit up and go on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to
0: say that when he comes back, there will be zero hitch in the
1: offense. Okay. Because he's going to be useless.
0: No, the other way. He's, he's, there's going to be no adjustment for oh, the Warriors for because they are so fluid and, s- and so much attention is drawn on Steph right. that he's going to be just fine.
1: Poor Steph. He's like a magnet, dude. He just <laughs> runs around, everything follows him, everywhere he goes. He's so good. Uh, before we get to uh, the games coming up and kind of our thoughts on that, we have a word from our sponsor. This is Okay, go, so, go ahead. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Bucket O Crawfish. Really? Yeah, absolutely. They're but... located on 1980 West, 3500 South in West Valley, Salt Lake City. Now the history behind this restaurant is incredible. If you haven't eaten there, I highly recommend it for good reasons. Uh um, what are what are those reasons? Hold on. What are those reasons? <laughs> reasons are, well, as you know, um I love Louisiana and I love West Coast Asia, and this twists both of them together in a cuisine that has been in Utah locally and operated for more than twenty years. And in fact, it was voted Salt Lake City's best restaurant in 2012. So that's um, <laughs> really important. In fact, if you're listening to this, you're allowed to go into a bucket of crawfish over the next month and, and you get 10% off of your meal if you mention that you heard about it on the Jazz Beats podcast. I'm going to go. Okay. Fantastic. Let them know.
0: Is that one of the best names for a for a
1: seafood joint you've ever heard? I'm I'm wondering if there's an accent or a dialogue that makes it sound cooler. It is cool. It's cool on its own. Bucket of crawfish. Yep. Yeah, so give that a give that a try guys right over there by Costco while the ladies are shopping. Sneak over and grab yourself a bucket of crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> Onto to our future. I was not ready for that. Yes, you're welcome. You didn't know. That was great. Yeah, thank you, Bucket O'Crawfish. For your sponsorship.
0: Um, if you'd like to sponsor our episodes in the future, reach out to us on social media or email us at at
1: gmail.com.
0: We will respond.
1: You dialed that in.
0: <laughs> um, coming up, we have a, a, few, a few interesting ones. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves are on the 8th. Um, so we got a
1: back-to-back, December 8th, and then the Philly on the next game. On those two games, is uh, Mike Conley going to be playing where it's a road trip and their back-to-back games, where usually they rest him?
0: He played the last back-to-back. I know that. Was it home or away? It was home with the Pelicans. That's right. 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 Um, so we will see.
1: I feel like you're going to see a limited number, limited minutes if they do it, and you're going to see a bit of forest come in. Would you,
0: would you rather him play the the Timberwolves or the 76ers the Whoa, next night?
1: That's a bloody good question. Uh, I'm going to say I'd rather him play against the 76ers. Okay. We're on the same page. Okay. Yeah, good. Carl yeah. Um, Anthony Towns for the Timberwolves did not
0: play in their last game. It'll be interesting to see if he does play. It's um, decision
1: at game, right? They'll make the choice. Yeah. Right.
0: It's a big matchup to watch with him and Rudy always. Um, Kat's guy that can spread the floor. He shoots the three well. He's also able to, to – to battle inside, but a lot of times it brings Rudy out, and you saw against Cleveland, Rudy actually was starting on one of their smaller players, who was uh, more of a non-shooter, I think, a Coro.
1: Yeah, I was wondering what was happening. It was on interesting, that. and I got told it was in preparation of a switch. It could be right. So, so I think Rudy's done a great job of
0: of being on the perimeter this year. So if, if if Towns ends up playing, look to see Rudy kind of stepping out on the three a little bit more on the defensive end and hopefully able to recover and, and keep rebounding at the level he is.
1: Which means if he's stuck outside, you may see some fouls come out of our guys and foul trouble Right, uh, on some of our guards, have to manage those. And are they a good foul-shooting team, Minnesota? We will find out. I mean, we're going to find out because we're going to be giving them a few fouls in that game.
0: Um, Philly, the next night. Um, ben
1: Simmons on the court. We, no, he won't be. Oh,
0: okay. We played them earlier in the year, if you remember, and yes. they were down like three or four guys. Right. Um, Their best player was out. We ended up winning by 35. Yeah. So Standard protocol. I don't even think you can count that to say,
1: ah, we got him. We we, we blew him out last time. It'd but be fun to win him by 76 points. That would be. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I just, I mean. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. It might make Shackton a fool.
0: <laughs> Definitely would. the <laughs> um, Sixers, watch for Embiid. He's a monster, and he will play this
1: time around. So be looking out for that. Again, another tough matchup for Rudy. Ah, man, he, he holds our team together. Speaking of Ben Simmons, I know he's not playing with the 76ers, but Damian Lillard announced today on Sports Illustrated that he would be happy to play with Ben Simmons on the Portland Trailblazers if it could be arranged. Would he be saying this if he was playing better? If Damien was, if Damien he, was playing
0: better, would he still come out and say, "Bring him in, we need him on the team"?
1: I, I don't know. I, Honestly, I think he's doing it because it will just make him look better. Because Ben's useless; he's not a great basketball player. <laughs> I'm not sure why he's even in the game. Maybe volleyball is his thing. I don't know what it is, but he's not a basketball player. Certainly not public servant, of some kind. <laughs> Um Lillard, yeah, I I
0: think this just adds to his frustration. I think he's not happy with what's going on. He's obviously not feel like his team is, is good enough or right. Right. So he's, but does a player have that much pull in an organization to just say publicly, I want him on the team, make it happen?
1: So you've got one player saying, I want off this team. You've got another player saying, I want him on. I think 76ers are looking at Ben as a scab. They want to peel it off. And if Portland's willing to take him, I mean, if I was 76ers, I'd, I'd take whatever offer they give me.
0: I do know when they were trying to trade him earlier in the year, they wanted way too much for him. And teams weren't able to, to offer anything that Philly thought was worth it. I wonder if that that threshold has kind of decreased. Oh, for sure. As the season goes on,
1: for sure. The st- As his stubbornness has lasted, his value has decreased.
0: So we'll give them a second rounder mm-hmm. for Ben Simmons.
1: I agree. Yeah, straight up, straight. straight. <laughs> Even then, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, we'll close out
0: the week with Washington, um, who is very streaky. They were 10 and three at one point in the season, leading the the East. Um, since then, they've gone four and seven. Um, which haven't looked very good the last few games. So it will be interesting. One of the the most dynamic scorers in the league, Bradley Beal. Um, but it should be fun. He,
1: he reminds me a little bit of Rudy Gay, not in their maybe their style of play, but just in their confidence in the game itself. So I do enjoy watching him play. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I do look forward to seeing him on the court, whether he's against us or another team. But I do like watching him play. He's a, He's a great player. Uh, these are all away games. This is a four-game away streak that we need to put away. So we're right now we're on a four-game already, including one of our away. So if we could win out the rest of our away games, that would put us on a seven-game winning streak. What's our likelihood of that happening?
0: I'm going to be try to be realistic, and I'm saying we win two out of three.
1: Who do you think has our number here? I
0: think the Timberwolves will get us. Really? On that first night, we'll be thinking about Philly. Um Okay. I, I see us losing
1: that first game. Okay. Uh, now, who is the player that's out possibly can play on on the Minnesota team? Towns. Okay. Does that affect yes. your prediction? Yes, okay. Absolutely. So if, if he's in, you say we lose. Okay. If he's out, are you saying that we win? Yes. And then if he's out, are we winning all three? Yes, all nice three. Games? All right. We're all right. rolling. Wow. So we
0: are peaking. We're about peaking right here. Okay.
1: Uh, so We're it all comes well. down to you, Guy. I hope that you catch COVID milked. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> no. I mean, It's frowned upon. Our, uh, it's frowned upon. Chicken pox. Let's go with the chicken pox. Yeah.
0: So look out for those three games coming up. The Jazz are rolling right now on a four-game winning streak and ready to take on the East right now.
1: We've played a lot of East teams, so it'll be interesting when we get back to play a lot of the Western top teams.
0: Thank you guys for listening. You guys are amazing. You've been listening to Jazz Beats. Thank you to our sponsor Bucket of Crawfish. You guys are the best.
1: They are. My favorite crawfish location.
0: (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Go Jazz.